asshole. You're kidding. Just one shot? They're not all zombies, Doug. How do you fight this thing? Maybe we could drown it in A1 sauce. Well, sometimes, that is better. The person you put up there ain't the person that comes back. It's dead song to get down with. About six feet under. Get dead. Ooh, I love this song. And now we come to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rotten Views Podcast. Welcome to episode 119. Um, we have a fun one set up. This is, I think, my first animated movie for the podcast. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's my first animated one. Um, so we are going to be watching the Adam Sandler uh, 2002 classic, I want to say. I'm saying it's a classic. I enjoy it a lot. Uh, Eight Crazy Nights. But before we get that started, I want to say thank you to everyone who listened to the last episode, uh, Jingle All The Way, which actually became my uh i guess you could say most listened to episode within the first like 72 hours uh, which is actually pretty crazy i appreciate that all i appreciate all the support and all the uh sharing and commenting commenting and whatnot um yeah just gonna get a little quick business out of the way uh if you guys haven't noticed yet uh check out my youtube channel at typhonstein links will be down below uh, i haven't been doing the links down below because i'm still just doing the blood opera link because any money you guys can send to that cost is great especially with this time of year with christmas coming up and you know a family losing a family member everything helps uh, you know there's only so much you can do to help them but you always want to try to do a little bit extra i know it's the the money side things is going to help but it's also not going to help because you know they lost a loved one but yeah make sure to check out my uh, my pages uh social medias twitter like always it's not that active but you can follow me on there uh it's everything across the board is at typhon sign we also do have a rotten views twitter and a rotten views um instagram and i believe a tiktok channel but i haven't been posting i haven't actually i'll be honest with you i haven't been using tiktok at all lately uh i keep getting some bands and stuff on there because of my artwork i don't know why um it's just like for facebook you know i got uh i got an art band for posting uh, a piece from like a year and a half ago uh because it promoted violence and i think that's stupid but whatever i'm not going to fight it because i don't really care um instagram being the main thing that i use the facebook art page is up there as well and youtube is becoming the new constant that I'm using because within the last 28 days I've gotten another I think 80 or so subscribers we're up to I think almost 100 hours of watch time um, so that's fat that's quickly growing and I'm enjoying that a lot so if you guys want to leave comments on the videos down there that'd be awesome um, I would like to be a full-time youtuber at some point in time or a part-time youtuber uh, I'm still I just don't know what content to make I want to do gameplays and stuff like that which I am still working on but my artwork seems to be hitting a, a kind of like a plateau um it gets up there to like the, the five thousands views which is crazy because uh, a lot of that happens within the first 48 hours and then it kind of just 
dwindles away because it's artwork so i don't know if there's really a demand for that uh, i'm going to do some more videos that are me drawing the process like doing the whole drawing process because i think people may enjoy that uh if you guys want to see that let me know down below uh, because i'm still trying to figure everything out i have a game plan as to what i want to do and hopefully people will enjoy it and uh we just gotta you know trial and error everything is trial and error and we just gotta do our best and uh like just like i want to do with the podcast within the new year i want to try and do some better content um because a lot of this stuff is kind of you know last minute differences and like last minute editing sometimes because sometimes i kind of forget i'm not gonna lie there's been a lot of time where i'm editing on a friday night at midnight to get the episode ready for you know usually i'd like to have them go live around like seven o'clock saturday um in the morning i used to always have them go live uh, at night but i think doing them in the morning gives me a better chance of getting more uh listeners because of course whenever you drop the podcast there's a whole analytic uh certain times you drop the podcast or certain days are better than others depending on the competition whatever whatnot so uh, i like having the saturday drop uh, i usually be saturday night but now it's saturday morning drop and hopefully you guys enjoy it too uh, of course it doesn't really make too much of a difference you guys can listen to it whenever you want so that's always the the joy of the podcast but we should just probably get into the episode and what you guys are actually here to listen to and it's not just me ramble about my stuff but uh yeah if you know if you want some commissions for artwork or something you know uh, just uh drop a dm message whatever uh, I'll, I'll make some time at some point i don't know when but uh i, ca I can make time I i'm good like that all right we'll get started on the movie that we are picked for this episode which is an adam sandler um comedy musical for an hour and 16 minutes uh eight crazy nights got a 5.3 out of 10 on imdb at 12 percent on rotten tomatoes at 4.5 out of 5 on voodoo uh the quick premise of this um davy stone a 33 year old party animal finds himself in trouble with the law after his wild ways go too far in keeping with the holiday spirit though the judge gives davy one last chance at redemption but the holiday performing community service as the assistant referee for the youth basketball league or go to jail davy thinks his he's gotten off easy until he's met by whitey duvall the eccentric elf like headed referee release date was november 27th 2002 uh, the director is seth kersley um he's also known for being the director of the looney tune show from 2012 to 2013 where he did 13 episodes he's also in the art department for the secret life of pets and sing which i thought was interesting so maybe he's not a, a director anymore doesn't like to do a director anymore but uh, it's also narrated by rob snyder which i thought was a nice touch uh, so you got a pretty pretty good uh, cast. You know, you got Adam Sadler, Rob Snyder, uh, John Lovitz, and Kevin Nealon. You also got Peter Dante's in there. He's a Foot Locker voice guy. And then you got uh, Blake Clark from Home Improvement, who is the Radio Shack walkie-talkie. You can always remember that voice when it comes up. The tagline is, it's naughty, it's nice, it's animated. Uh, a fun little fact of trivia, apparently. Uh, director Seth uh, Kersley, I'm probably butchering that last name, said all the product placements were used without permission from their respective companies so that's probably why you don't see this movie on tv too much probably because i got sued at the ass because i know my parents enjoy it but they're old school living living in the country uh so they don't really have internet they don't have a dvd player or anything like that they always want to watch it on tv but it's never on so that makes sense why it probably is never actually on because of that uh product placement that comes within the mall because there's like spencer's gifts and radio shack and a bunch of other various things interesting to know for for sure and now 
preview time. When it comes to entertainment, you can't beat a good film. So let's take a look at what's coming your way. The following program is brought to you in living color. Saturday night at the movies. The television series which each week brings you the finest in recent motion pictures. while I go take shower. It's naughty. <laughs> Smell you later, Poopsicle. It's nice. They were giving out lobster bibs in the bathroom. That's a germ protective for your tushy. It's animated. It's Christmas time. Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights, featuring the new installment of the Hanukkah song. Huh? Jelly Jugs, next time you come on my court, you better wear a bra, okay? <laughs> he was just kidding, son. You got very nice boobs. But yeah, we'll get right into the movie. Of course, it's a Happy Madison production. Of course, you would figure that. Uh, and it's we started out with this snowy town, and it's the first night of Hanukkah, and it's narrated by, like I said, Rob Snyder talking about the town's humbug, Davy, sitting in the town's Chinese restaurant as he's going for the world's record for the longest burp. At one time, Davy was a super kid. He was nice. He was polite. He was a basketball star. He got good grades, and now he's a 33-year-old crazy Jewish guy that likes to mess with the town. He's trying to get into his car, but uh, he's too drunk because he keeps taking the key and like scratching the door. We, we're looking at the keyhole and we see there's a lot of scratch marks all over this door because, you know, this is apparently his nightly routine. And then the cops show up and they're like, you're not, uh, you're not going to drive home drunk, are you, buddy? He's like, no, no, I'm just, I'm just here to, you know, say goodnight to my car. You know, it's, you know, tell her I'm going to have to leave her here tonight and hopefully she'll be fine. And, you know, of course, then the next thing you know he's going to walk away and then he clicks his key fob and it beeps and then he goes back he's like okay fine just a little bit more loving and we see him behind the car trying to get down with it and then of course the chinese restaurant owner comes out yelling and screaming saying that davy's trying to dine and dash him and then the cops chase after him we get our first song as davy's going through um through town using a trash can lid as like a snowboard. And he's singing about hating people and stealing snowmobiles and this and that. And then he uses the snowmobile and crashes it into these two big ice sculptures in town that are in front of this, uh, I don't know what kind of, it's some kind of fancy building. I don't know what the building was called, Memorial Center maybe. Um, but then he gets arrested for, because he crashes into, the, I think, the Santa Claus or the snowman, and then it just makes everything else crumble and break with it. And then we cut to him in court, and the judge is saying how he was such a great kid. And then we hear Way Duvall speaking up for Davy, and the judge goes on about a different case. And he's like, no, no, I'm here to talk about the present case that's in front of us. And Wade wants Davy to become a youth basketball referee to save him jail time. And if he messes up, he's going to jail for a minimum, I believe, of 10 years, they said. I also find fine. I wrote this down. Whitey has 
like a men's size 11 on one foot and then like a child size 9 on the other foot because he's like this defigured kind of character uh we also find out that because he's in the locker room getting changed and i forget what davy says to him but then why he goes on about how he's got you know this size and that size why he gets mad at davy for wearing work boots on the basketball court so he kicks them off and one of them goes into the light in the ceiling and destroys it and then the other one hits one of the announcers in the back of the head and he smashes his face into the bus and he's uh, Davey's like, all right, game's on. Buzzer sounded. Let's go. Let's get this shit done with. Then Davey calls a foul on a kid for not wearing a bra on the court because he's like a chunky kid. And he's like, ah, oh, you ate everything around sight and, you know, don't come back on my court again unless you're wearing a bra because nobody wants to see them jiggling at their face. Uh, then the crowd starts to boo and throws food on the court and Whitey has a seizure because he doesn't like seeing the basketball court all messed up and scuffed up and he can't handle it. So he's on the, the floor just shaking. Then we see Whitey and Davey at the, the mall to clear out Davey's head. Uh, then Whitey goes on about how good the mall is because it has all these cool stores it's got spencer's and the gnc and it's got a bunch of other stores i think he's doing another song and dance at this point and then we see a girl opening a change room door quickly and inside we see the fat kid from the basketball game trying on a yellow bra and then he runs off scared crying because he just was witness you know caught trying on a bra then um they sit down at the food court and i think it's davy who writes out on whitey's plate uh um, and french fries bite me and he just laughs like ah, jokes on you i can't read then benjamin and jennifer his mom come over to give whitey i think some donuts as a gift because they they run a bakery and then benjamin shows him his cool new toy that he got for the fourth night of hanukkah and it's old school like game boy advance i think it's a game boy advance i could be wrong on that one pretty sure it was advance uh then jv david checks out jennifer's ass as she's walking away and why he gets mad and calls a foul and he, he's like she's been through too much you know her husband left for a girl on the internet she moved back with her son to try and you know take care of things and for it to be a little bit easier besides you had your chance 20 years ago and you blew it and that's when we find out that jennifer was davy's old fling and we have a flashback scene and then they run into the mayor and whitey is wondering if there's any news on who might be the lucky patch winner because he wants to win this year because it's like the 35th year and it's like the most the most notorious prestige award that whitey can can achieve or that's how he feels at least and then he breaks out in a song about the at the banquet and how it's going to be the best night ever because he feels like he's going to win it we see uh way driving davy home and for some reason his car wipers have mittens on them i don't know why but i thought it was a cute little touch i guess then in the car we find out davy stole some peanut brittle from jennifer's little bakery setup and whitey freaks out tells him to get out of his car and he's like it's okay because i live right there in that little trailer so i don't have to walk anywhere and of course he walks out leaves and then whitey's trying to drive off but of course his car is now stuck in the snow because he stopped suddenly there later that night we see Whitey's still stuck in the snow and davy can hear it from his trailer he's laughing it up as he's trying to sleep and then some deer show up on the the road and why he asked him for help and the deers actually push him out of the snow and he's on his way then we see whitey at home with his sister El eleanor as they sit and soak their feet together because that's apparently a tradition that they always do like a nightly tradition and El eleanor is asking him not to get his hopes up too high about the patch because she has her doubts that he's actually going to win the patch then we see outside of their home and it's the most decorated home at all of like all the whole block i don't, I don't think actually any of the houses around them even have decorations on but 
they refer to his house as like the Vegas Strip because of how bright it is. And we find out each morning Whitey gets up early and early, like super early, to find any odd jobs around town that he can do to make some extra money because he doesn't make enough money doing whatever he does. Like the referee, I think the referee job's probably free. You probably don't make any money for that at all. So he does all these other odd jobs just to make ends meet. Even clean out like porta potties with a garden hose for a dollar. So I'm not sure there's four of them. So I'm not sure that's a dollar a piece or a dollar for all four. Either way, it's not enough money. Uh, but then uh, Davey comes out of one of the porta potties and pushes Whitey in, and that pushes the porta potty over, which goes sliding down the hill, crashes into a tree, and Whitey comes out of it covered in poop, feces, shit, whatever you want to call it. And then Davey's like, "Oh man, I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta clean you off. You're dirty." So he uses a garden hose to try and clean him down, and the water instantly turns to ice, and he just leaves him overnight. Uh, he's still frozen at night, and then the deers come around again, and they start to free him out of the ice, and they're got poop all over their face because they're licking everything and it's kind of weird. Then we see at the basketball court as Whitey and Davey are watching I think it's like the cop and maybe some other town folks playing and Benjamin's there as well because uh, Whitey is actually babysitting him because Jennifer had to work an extra shift even though I thought they owned the place but whatever. Then Davey says how he could beat any of those guys playing on the court even as with Whitey as his teammate. He's like I, you know because he was a famous well not like a famous but he was a really well known basketball player as a kid so he's like yeah I got it. I'm I'm a drunk, but I still got it. So then they get stuck in a two-on-two game, and the first to five win because the cop hears and he's like, "Yeah, I'll take you." And you lose, you're gonna eat that jock strap. He's like, "Well, you're actually you're gonna eat the jock strap of the big guy who's sweating over there." Uh, Whitey goes to shoot the ball, and one of the guys blocks it and smashes it right in his face, knock him out cold. And he's talking about various things, and he's he's definitely out of it. Uh, so Davy tags in Benjamin as his partner, and Benjamin gets the first point of the game. Actually, I think actually he gets like three of the five to be honest. Then Jennifer shows up to the gym as she's watching Davey play basketball with her son. And Benjamin gets the winning score. And as soon as mom walks in, Dave's like, say the line, say the line. And uh, Benjamin says something like, eat that jockstrap, biot. And that pisses her, his mom off because he's like, you don't swear at all. Don't. Just because he's an asshole doesn't mean you gotta be an asshole. And then we see a montage of them both driving home, talking out loud about each other. And Jennifer's wishing that he used to be like he was before before the accident and everything happened. And then they break into another song and they're singing about school, the schoolyard, and their first kiss and her retainer. And Davy ends up his part of the song by singing that his trailer is on fire. And we actually see someone running away after setting his trailer on fire. And he runs in, he grabs the one thing that he has left from his parents, which is the postcard in the envelope, and why he tells Davy to come stay with him and his sister. Eleanor hears the door uh, shut, and she looks back behind her, and all she sees is Davy standing there with his wet boots on the carpet, and she thinks she's being robbed, so she runs into the kitchen, or kind of hobbles into the kitchen, and gets like a spatula to put on her head, or not a spatula, a strainer to put on her head, and has like a spatula in hand to fight off you know the 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 crook and then whitey explains the situation to her and then she goes on to how she's going to take a complete inventory of every single item they have in the house because she doesn't want anything to go missing because she doesn't trust davy at all then whitey breaks into a song singing about the rules of staying with them and how you gotta turn off the light when, when you're done in the washroom you gotta flush clean this and that and all these strict rules and he's like you know we got these strict rules because it's only been me and eleanor for the last 62 years of our life together and then they end up singing with everyone at the end of the song uh soaking their feet together as you know eleanor and whitey fall asleep and Davy's kind of just looking on like, I guess this can't be too bad. Then we see Whitey and Davy uh, going to Spencer's gifts 
to pick up the fake peanuts that have the snake inside of them or the the thing that pops out of them to actually give to Eleanor to scare her and it, it does scare her and then she starts farting and they all start laughing and then we see Davy helping them around the house with the cleaning and whatnot and then we cut to them hanging out at a skate rink and we see Davy putting his uh patch vote in the ballot box or whatever and he actually voted for Whitey then we see Whitey doing a ton of spins on the ice because he's super excited about the banquet tonight we find out that he used to be like a hockey referee and then he got like hit in the back of the head and now there's a steel plate and stuff so he can't actually do that job anymore and then there's a flashback as a young Davey is playing basketball at school to school to school event i'm not sure if it's like the playoffs or if it's just a random game but they're of course they're losing and davy wants the wants them to try and win for the parents that's essentially what they want or he wants he wants them to win for the parents so the parents can be happy and excited for them and of course the only parents that aren't there yet is his parents and then he davy in modern times speaks up because he wants a story then but eleanor wants to hear where the story's going because she's never heard the rest of the story and then of course um the, w- the way they're planning on winning is to give davy the ball each time because apparently he's such a good basketball player and that's the only chance they're going to win is if Davey takes all the shots and gets all the points. And they end up do winning by one point. Uh, Davey actually passes it off to Jennifer and she scores the last last shot. The team celebrates with the win and we find out uh, Davey's parents were actually killed by a truck on the way to the basketball game because it hit some black guys. I'm not sure if they were just walking or if it was a car accident, but yeah, the truck instantly killed them. And then we find out Davey went from foster home to foster home until he turned 18. Davey gets annoyed and goes off on Whitey saying how he's going on about the stupid patch banquet because nobody in town even knows that he exists, so nobody's going to actually vote for him. So therefore, he's not going to win the patch, so he might as well just give up on trying to win the patch to begin with. And Whitey says he's not allowed back in his home at all and then jennifer speaks up because she overheard everything she's like you don't have to be such an asshole and then davy goes off to somewhere else to drink and you know be his depressing self then we see whitey at home getting ready for the banquet and the deers are now inside helping whitey and um, eleanor get ready for the party tonight and then we see a drunk davy breaking into the mall to yell at Jennifer even though she's not there. Then all the store signs and mascots come alive and give Davy a piece of their mind and they, they attach him into the lazy boy chair and lock him up so he can't get out and then the song breaks out telling him that he's gotta let his emotions out and he can't hold everything in. Then at the end of that the Hanukkah card opens up and we see a picture of his parents and they're singing to him which is the final straw for him and he actually does break down and start crying and then at the end of the song the, sh- the cops show up and he's like ah surprising breaking entry Davy. ah that's not shocking at all they go to handcuff him and then he moves just in the right time he ends up handcuffing the cops together but it looks like they're doing it doggy which and the, the one cop's like oh well this is embarrassing and then of course we see Jennifer and Benjamin showing up to the banquet and Benjamin's like sorry you don't have a date mom and then this homeless guy comes over he's like yeah i kind of look bad and i stink but at least when we're in there it's dark i'm only going to stink and she's like no my son's already asked me sorry and then we see um eleanor and whitey showing up as well and for what reason eleanor is always in the back seat of the car laying down and she's like she looks like she's fastened into all of these seatbelts i don't know why but eleanor also while heading into the banquet she meets up with another kid that she used to go to school with that was a bully and i guess maybe stole her wig or maybe he wasn't a bully to her then maybe he's just a bully in general anyways she knocks him out with like a karate kick and then she puts his hand down his pants so it looks worse and then we see them in the all-star banquet as the mayor is getting ready to start the event 
and we see Davy getting on a bus to head to New York because he just wants to get out of the area. He doesn't want to be arrested, of course, either. Then the mayor says a joke and everyone seems forced to laugh because there's even deers outside that are laughing and they're pooping at the same time. Uh, I guess, you know, they, they got to laugh for the mayor because, God forbid, something bad might happen. Then on the bus trip, they drive by the tree where Davy carved his and Jennifer's name into it. And then the bus gets closer to the banquet center, which is across like this big open field. And once they get right in front of the banquet center, uh, one of the tires blows out on the bus. And of course, Davy's the only guy on the bus. And the bus is like, oh, one ram attack hit the tire and blew it out. And Davy's like, okay, I get you. I see it as a sign. I'll go say sorry. And then the deers stop uh, Davy at the banquet doors. He's like, you know, guys, I'm just here to say sorry to the little guy. You know, trust me, I'm not here to cause any troubles. I'm not here to hurt his feelings. And they don't want to let him in at all. He's like, fine. Would you believe me if I gave myself a wedgie? So he actually gives himself a wedgie to, you know, show the deers that he means no harm. And then he comes in peace, essentially. And then the mayor gets ready to announce the patch winner of the year. And he's been waiting 35 years for this thing. It, there's a new one each year, and it, this is year number 35. Also, Davy's also still watching outside from the banquet center, looking in through one of the windows. And so they go to pick, I believe, Tom. It's uh, John Lovett's character is the lucky winner. Yeah. Tom Beltzer, I believe was his name. Uh, he's the lucky winner. And Davy, of course is watching he looks very sad because whitey wasn't picked and whitey and eleanor are getting up because whitey's very sad he's cl still clapping trying to be supportive but you can definitely tell he's very heartbroken about this situation and then as whitey's leaving he also has a flashback quickly of what davy said to him about how he's nobody and nobody in the town even knows that he's even around and then we find out tom is uh john Lovitz, like i said but he's also got a hook hand i forget how he lost it uh i would have rewound it but i didn't feel like doing it uh, shame on me but yeah he's he's a millionaire kind of by the sounds of it now he's also got a hook hand which he's occasionally forgot which hand to wipe with and that comes up later on and he's like ouch that would be painful then uh, Davy stands on a chair to get the attention of everyone and the cops grab him and he's just like you know just wait I will just want to speak for one second uh, so then Jennifer speaks up and like, you know it's Christmas it's Christmas time let's just let him talk and then we can deal with him afterwards then Davy goes on about how the people are stupid for not voting for Whitey and and breaks into another song about how Whitey has been nice to everyone. He's been around for everyone who needed help, even if they have been a complete asshole to him. And then some of the other town folks sing out to him in the song as well saying how like one time the football pitcher wasn't clear so whitey sat on the tv the whole time with a coat hanger in hand he even got hit by lightning at the same time while doing that and then one girl was mean to him at like a dance and stood him up then we see eleanor and whitey driving home and eleanor always like i said rides in the back seat and she literally looks like she's got every seatbelt around her and she's hogtied in the back seat i don't know why uh may they mention it and i just forgot about it but i'm not too sure but uh whitey wants to go to his happy spot which is the mall and Eleanor's like well it's gonna be closed why do you want to go there and he's like well, I just want to go just in case I'm lucky I guess and of course the front door is actually unlocked and he he's gotten lucky uh Whitey sits on the floor breaking down telling the mall how he didn't get the patch and that he was telling it about because apparently he actually talks to the mall and has conversations with the mall this is how in tune and how much he likes this mall and Whitey thinks he should move to a town where no one knows him like Florida because it's nice and warm and nobody can you know hate him or not know he's there because he's not going to know anybody so it's going to be no big deal he's not going to get his heart broken then davy speaks up saying 
you're not going anywhere and comes to apologize to him and the mayor comes in to tell whitey how davy did something good for the town and the lights all come on and everyone is around in the mall and the mayor gives whitey the patch and then all the previous patch winners start taking their patches off as well and start throwing them down to him and whitey gives davy a hug and says if he and his imaginary wife ever have a son that they're hoping he will look at him to him as a brother or something along those lines and Davy's just like, this is weird. We'll just pretend you didn't say that. Then Eleanor comes up behind Davy and Jennifer and she tells them to go be a happy couple and be together. And that if she doesn't, or if they don't, she's going to come drop kick their teeth out of their mouth. And they're like, yeah, it's okay. We'll be a happy couple. Don't you worry. We'll work things out. And then the movie ends with Whitey having a happy seizure on the ground of the mall floor because it's the happiest time of his life. You know, he's got the patch and he's, everyone else has donated all their patches to him. And he, he is just so damn happy. And that's how the movie ends. And, uh, yeah, I gotta say, it's a fun Christmas movie. Um, it's a fun adult Christmas movie, I should say, for an animated movie. I don't know. I know Adam Sandler gets a lot of hate. And there's a lot of people that don't like his movies. Uh, a lot of people like the older movies around this time or before. But, yeah, I do I do enjoy this movie a lot. And I think it's a fun one. And I, I don't know if I watched it last year. But I feel like it's been a while. But it's probably going to end up being a, more of a regular Christmas movie to watch. Just because it is a fun one. And I do like the animation style. I think it's really well done. And the, the little character likeness and whatnot is pretty decent uh it's just got a very iconic look to it and uh yeah i enjoy it so on the rotten scale out of 10 i'd give it an 8 um that's just me being an adam sandler fan and just enjoying everything about it uh i just think it plays out nicely and it's a it's a quick hour and 16 minutes or whatever it might be uh just finding a copy of it is kind of hard uh, i think it's on showcase but i have it on dvd so that made it a little bit easier but uh yeah definitely check it out if you guys haven't or if it's been a while definitely uh maybe add it into that family rotation but you know not one really to watch well, i guess it's not really too bad to watch with kids but uh yeah definitely go check that one out and which brings us to our movie we're gonna watch next week we're gonna watch a movie that i haven't seen in a long long time i think i've only ever seen it once it's from 1994 it's an hour and 51 minutes so it's a lot longer than this one uh but we're gonna watch trapped in paradise which stars nicholas cage john lovitz and dana carvey um so that's gonna be a definitely a big switch up from this previous movie and the one before it uh but hopefully you guys will enjoy it uh yeah it's been a while so that's why i'm gonna revisit this one and i i hope it's I hope it turned out to be a fun one uh but as always make sure to check out the outro band uh blood opera they are toronto-based horror band uh you can find all their stuff on instagram spotify uh youtube uh soundcloud uh all the links will be down below we'll get that all situated so you guys can go check them out check them out on facebook tell them uh you know rotten view sent you uh, and also make sure to check out all my social medias at typhon sign you know you got your twitter you got your facebook uh youtube all that stuff will be linked down below uh instagram and youtube being the two main things that i've been working on the most because just the basic artwork on uh, instagram going up and then we have the quick shorts going up on youtube and the full episodes of the podcast actually do go up on youtube as well and we're going to do short clips as well for the podcast uh and we're going to have some live streams of the art process going up as well as some pre-recorded stuff and yeah we'll go from there and i will talk to you guys all later peace I am a whisper in a classroom, no writing on the wall. What blood for, if not for the shit?